Welcome to a whole new episode of Faith in the Everyday podcast. And welcome back to Radio Maria Australia. You're listening to Johnny Gallo here on the Good Morning Show. And it's time for our Faith in the Everyday segment. And this is a time where we get to talk to people, ordinary people who live ordinary daily lives, who I believe um, live it in an extraordinary way. And we get to hear their stories. We get to hear how they've journeyed to where they are now. And hopefully we get inspired. Hopefully we get one or two things that we can take on to better our own, our own lives. And today we have a very special guest in the building. She's shy, so I, will <laughs> I won't be as hard on, on her. But today we have the one and the only Melanie. Mel, how are you going? I'm good. I kind <laughs> of feel like a celebrity right now. But well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Now, you, you told me just before we came in that you've been on radio before in India. Yes, I have. What was that? About. So I used to do athletics in India and I used to do it at like national level. So oh. when you get to a certain level, like they do interviews, you're yeah. in papers. So that was my first experience. That's good. What, what athletics did you do? I used to do long jump and triple jump mainly, but I also used to do like 100 meters and relay. For Are you serious? Yes. What? <laughs> How did you get into that? You were, uh, a sports, you were a sports person. Yes. From school, I, I think. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. It's quite a history. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, but I used to do sports, um, yeah, back in India where mm. I'm from. Um, yeah. And yeah. my school noticed, oh, I was doing good. So they mm. made me join a club and yeah. that club mm. was like one of the best in right. my area. And mm. then, yeah, from there on. Wow. Yep. Why, why? Like, you do love athletics? Like, something you love to do or... Oh, I think as I, no, as I got good at it, mm. I wanted to like, yeah. you know, pursue more. And yeah. then um, once you start winning, it's like, yeah. oh, I can do this. And then <laughs> yeah. you keep going and going. And then I think you hit a peak and then you kind of come down, down. And then again. that's when you're like, oh, oh yeah, like it, it gets hard on you. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, okay, I think I need to stop you now. Stop and and yeah. <laughs> other things. Wh- which, what age was that peak? Or where was that peak? Um, peak was about 16 to 18. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so if, if you want to keep going, you have to be like dedicated. Yes. Like, and then, yes, you have to be on the field every day. Mm. You kind of have to like set back all the other things in your yeah, life, like education, work. You got to pick your, like prioritize what yeah. you want. And then, yeah. And, and then I had to choose. Yeah. You had to choose. <laughs> and what did you choose? <laughs> I chose to come to Australia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So before we go into that, yes. so. Um, you were born in India, you yes. were born and raised in India, yes. and then when did you make that shift to come to Australia and why? Yeah, um, so it's always been a dream for m- my family and mm. me mm. to move to Australia mm. for a better life because mm. um, in India we're technically we're minorities, yeah. and then as years were going by, you could see like there was a lot of bias yeah, um, yeah. things going yeah, on with yeah. jobs and education wow. and you're Bec- like because you're anglo-indian yes or no? because wow. we're anglo we were wow. considered forward caste which means we are better we're meant to be better uh-huh. than it, but not uh-huh. everyone comes out in life mm-hmm. like that so yeah. like other people would be given preferences yes. instead of us and yes. so wow. and then i've seen friends move here and make good li- like mm. a good life and so mm. i said yeah, I want to try that yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. And was that like a scary thing to do? Or you're like, nah, I'm going to do it. Like, no, 
no anxiety, nothing. Oh, it is scary because I was 23 when I moved here and wow. I was like, okay, I'm going to travel across the world. <laughs> yeah. No parents, no brother, no sister, oh nothing. Oh my gosh. But I had friends here, which was good. Oh, okay. So okay. they helped me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they led the way, I would say. Yeah. 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 And so, so you finished high school in India. Yes. That was all done. And then what, what did you choose to study? Um, okay. I did my master's as well in, in India. India. So I did well? bachelor's oh, okay. and master's in India. And yeah. then... Um, the easiest way to come to Australia was mm. to like come through education. Mm. Like if you didn't have family and fr- like yeah. any support. Yeah. So I chose to do another master's here in Australia. What was it? What master's did you do? Uh, master's in accounting. Oh, so the first one was master's in what? The first master's? Uh, master's in business administration. Oh, so MBA. Okay. Yeah. So you have two masters to Yes, I have two masters. <laughs> wow. The second one was just a, you know, entryway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And do you reckon you would have gotten a job if you just came through with you just using your masters or e- e- um you you would, but mm. it just means the process is longer because oh, okay. when you come from true, India, you're a true. third world country trying yeah, to migrate there's to a, a lot yeah. to <laughs> but yes. trying to bypass and everything. Yes. And then you came to Australia how did you survive? You know, this is where I want to get to know yes. your story here. <laughs> First day, where did you go? Where did, where did you sleep First like that night? First day, I went to my friend's house. They were kind enough to open their doors for me mm. for a few months, like mm. to help me get on my feet, mm. um, find a job and then... Like, oh, you know, for nice. me to do what I have to do. Yeah. Like, so first yeah. I lived with my friends and her family. Mm. And yeah, they provided a roof above my head, yeah. food. Yeah. And That's then, so good. Yeah. And then um, I found jo- jobs, I should yeah. say. Jobs. <laughs> Many jobs. While I was, uh, yeah, while I was yeah. studying, I had to make the money to yeah. pay for my fees and everything. So yeah, I worked three jobs. Three jobs. Yes, yeah, simultaneously. Time. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, How did you do that? Uh, I guess I just had to do it at that time when you're put in a situation like that. You three just jobs at the same yeah. time. And what were these jobs like? One was, um, I was cutting onions in an Indian restaurant, <laughs> which not my favorite job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I worked at Kmart mm-hmm. and also in like a little cafe. Well, I and mean, is it true that um, the moment you left the cotton um, onion place, like they didn't pay you for for that week? Y- that yes, yes. <laughs> so that, that guy owes me two hundred dollars. Maybe I day. should go there for dinner and claim it. On <laughs> and my claim it for free. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow, yes. that that's amazing. And then um, you finished your, your master's degree in in accounting. Yes. And then what happened next? Like, did you? So I was just applying for a lot of like corporate jobs Mm. because you know now i'm qualified i've got that australian qualification yeah and then luckily enough i've i landed an amazing job with uh, deloitte which is one of the big four counting in the world yes so i was like oh like you know this is like living the actual dream here (laughs) now um so it was good to see like i was able to reap those benefits for all the years that i had to put myself through so yeah how did you um how did you I guess survive those like times where you were on the grind, like you know, like three jobs at a time, yes. trying to work, and then doing full time study at the same time. Yes, yes. Like, what motivated you to do all of that? I think, like, um, you know, I didn't want to disappoint anyone, and mm. I think, you know, my parents have put so much effort into me being here. Yes. Uh, yes. So wow. It, yeah, I just had to make it, and I think, you know, um, God does play a role in all of this, <laughs> of and course. then we'll um, come to that soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So yeah, definitely wow. like 
support and when people support you and love you, you mm. know, you just want to do the best for That's them. That's true. So, yeah. That's true. And um, what was your downtime like? And you know, what did you do during that period? Like, what were your hobbies? And, you know, how mm. would you spend? Was it just because it feels like it's just the whole week is gone? Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. But the weekends, I kind of used to get to spend time like with family and friends. Like when I was living with my friends, we would go to church. Like they used to be part of the choir. So they had like a little community going on. So I just used to be there, watch them sing. And yeah. then, you know, people would invite you for tea and this and that. That's so right. that was good. So that was your downtime. Yes, you know, that right? was my downtime. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> wow. And then moving forward, finished um, finished the, yes. your master's degree. And then, by the way, guys, so Mel, Mel is a mother of... Of a beautiful two-year-old baby <laughs> yes. and a lovely married wife to an awesome husband. How did that whole journey start? Oh, it took me a few years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've yeah, been through some ups and downs. Mm. But I think mm. um, I was just at this stage in life where I was just wanting to find the right person to mm-hmm. settle down mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my hu- now husband, Jason, was also at that stage in life. And right. when we met, we just connected. Mm. And then mm. we started talking about marriage you two weeks up. in. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, I want a big wedding. I said, oh, I don't mind a small wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was like, oh, would you want to get married in a church? I was like, of course <laughs> I want to get married in a church. I want the big Cost ball chasing. gown. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. yes, it just it just mm. happened. And then I guess like it kind of felt like we knew each other for years mm. and our families got along so well, which is That's such an so important good. thing. Yeah. And yeah. And then, wow. yeah. It felt like the right time. So you finished yes. all these degrees and it's time yes. for you to move forward. Yes. And it's same time for him as well Correct. to move forward. And Correct. Just it's like, yeah, you've, you've done everything you had to. You're yeah. at this comfortable stage in life and you have mm. the time to focus on a relationship. Yes. And the yes. Next, next step. Yes. How, what was that process like becoming a mother? So like, I just listened to your story coming from India, this yes. athletic person, <laughs> 18, and then yes. boom, you were, you were going to be a mom. Yes. What was that process like? Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- always wanted to be a mother uh, since I was 24. Yeah, but then uh, when I was 24, I was like, oh my gosh, what, <laughs> about, what was I thinking? <laughs> no, 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 no. So yes, I saw my brother have a child and I was like, not anytime soon. No, <laughs> the stress. Yes. No, but then uh, once we got married, COVID hit and we were like, oh, like oh, let's yeah. decide on having a child. We can't mm. travel. And mm. yeah, I think I was just ready for it. But yeah. after being a mother, it's like, oh, there's so much that goes into yes. a mother. And then now I look at every mother <laughs> and every person who acts like a mother and yeah. I say, wow, like, you How know, you? It's, it's a special kind of respect. I know. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Now, like you're a mother, you're a wife, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're mother of the household and yes. you're working. How do you juggle all of these responsibilities, you know? Um, just how does Mel do it? <laughs> how does Mel do life right now? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think when, I don't know. You just, like it's just, you just, just do yeah, it. You, you just, just learn how to yes, do it. Yes, I think when you're like just put in the deep end, you mm. just like got to survive. Mm. But I'm very, very grateful for all our support. Like yes. my husband's family help mm. us a lot with babysitting. Mm. Um, mm. My husband and I, like we share our responsibilities mm. and, you know, we don't feel like we're draining each other. Yes. And yeah, yes. so I think. Yes, I asked Stephanie this question, Stephanie, my wife. Um, <laughs> I said, what is one thing you've learned from being in a, in a committed Catholic marriage? Mm-hmm. Things you said was patience. Yes. <laughs> what would that thing be? You know, like, what is that thing you've learned? Um, my Catholic marriage? Yeah. Um, that you've got to like get through the tough times together so it's like yes Mm. you've got to talk to each other because we got into this uh we made a promise to each other Mm -hmm. and there's yeah there's Mm. no 
other way than trying to make it work. Yeah. Trying to make it work. Yes. I like that's not an option. I yes. like that. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't be thinking of another <laughs> option. Yes, make it work. <laughs> yes. Now let's talk about faith, Mel. Yes. Um I think I heard you say in in the in the whole that whole period of you yes. trying to mm-hmm. hustle and bustle, God had to play a role in that. When was faith introduced to to you? Like um coming from a Catholic family and background, okay. I think like when you're born they always like yeah instill god and faith and take you to church every sunday and yes um but as i kept growing up and Mm. then as i had to choose athletics and school i think Mm. my parents they didn't force me into like going to church every sunday and this so i think that helped like when there's when there's mm. someone telling you, oh, do this, That's do this, true. you're like, but I think you my parents were like, oh, you know, you. we need to go to church, but we understand, you know, you've got practice, you've got this, mm-hmm. but always remember, mm-hmm. you know, speak to God like yes. talk to God you don't your own and way. that's when mm. I was like yeah I don't need to physically be in church at mm. most of the times mm. as mm. long as I'm able to communicate with him mm. and just you know have that it, it's like mm. meditating like yes yeah. like you know help His me through this get me through, through this yes like yeah. guide me through this so yeah and now that you've um sort of moved past that stage do you you value going to church every every Sunday yes now? yes mm. I do I do and I want to do it especially for my daughter as well yes so yeah. we want just like how we were in introduced mm. we want to introduce her like mm. make it a habit yeah and then when she's older in life she can choose mm. what to do with mm. it like yeah and then as long as we don't personal. force mm. her into it and we just like even when we're at home we try and like pray yeah just say yeah. a small prayer like yeah, yeah that's yeah. little things what's the one thing you would say makes you afraid when you're raising your, your daughter in in this world so like you say like you want to raise a daughter in a catholic world you want to yes. you want to you know give her the faith and for her own good as well what's like are you are you nervous about how the world is today and of and course there's great. so many elements in the world right <laughs> yeah. now that scares okay. me and my husband <laughs> but yeah. i i think the um the biggest thing for us is as parents mm. and as family to be there for her no matter what she does in life yeah. and yeah. i think showing her that now that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if she has to choose the wrong part she knows that if she messes up she can come back yes. to us so yes and that's very important that yeah. is yeah i was talking to leroy um the other day and he was saying because he, he he also had his own faith journey where he was in you know mm. really practicing yeah but his parents were always there for him yes. like and he was able to come back and yes. to be loved and, and then now He's mm. where he is today. So everyone says you have the perfect upbringing, Mel. Me? Everyone, oh. <laughs> everyone says that. Um, how would you describe your upbringing? Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. No, I'm kidding. No, I think I only have good memories and yes. I hope this is a good thing. Because um, yeah. every time Jason asked me, oh, what were your parents like? Yeah. I was like, oh, they're wonderful. What do you mean? <laughs> yes, obviously they used to scold us. Like, yeah, of course. When yeah. it comes to education and studies, they'll be like, you have to get like this mm. much percentage. And mm. it was just that factor because I think they didn't um, educate themselves mm-hmm. enough. So mm-hmm. they wanted their children to be educated. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah but otherwise, yeah. you know, my parents were always there for us. They made us make choices on our own yeah, um yeah. they would tell us this mm-hmm. is what happens if you choose this yeah, but yeah. you know yeah you make that choice and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were kind of strict as mm-hmm. in like the social part of yeah, our lives yeah, yeah. Uh, like i wasn't allowed to go out at night and this and i had to like sneak out and call my friend and let make her say a lie so i can go out so yeah that part but i think it helped it helped me mm, to where choose. i am today because yes. i think if i was let loose i would yeah be 
<laughs> you I would be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. And I really love how you say your parents really gave you that freedom. Like they told you this is the faith and this is this yes. is the truth. You know, you choose and um and of course you chose. Yes. You chose that faith of you when you mm-hmm. God has been with you. Now have there been any time when you've felt like, Oh, this is really hard, like is God there, you know, or mm. moments of doubt or like, you know, and how did you go about that? Yeah, I think you'd I do go through that like those ups and downs and And i think Mm. moments where i'm like failing for example like in my athletics career when you know i wasn't doing too well i was like why why me or like why Mm. god i thought i was good at this yeah but then you know maybe it's god's plan that you know he's like yeah it's time for you to move on but at that moment you kind of question like i was doing so well like i know i've been putting all this effort into it but then some things just don't happen and then Uh, when yeah. I moved here, obviously there are times when I was like, you know, making ends meet. And I was like, oh, when is this going to end? Like, why? You know, I thought life was going to be amazing here. You have this dream of living in Australia. But yeah, to, in order to get to that dream, you have to, I guess, go through the rough patches. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like um, right now, my friend's going through a really hard time. Um, and then I question, I was like, why her? Like, why? Like, you know, like can't we all just be the same like can i offer anything to her but it's such a situation where i can't offer something to her and i just have to pray for her and be like just be with her through these times yes yes no i really appreciate you last thing mel what's your advice for for young moms who are trying to trying to juggle being a mother being a a wife and being and then faith and like all that stuff you know What's your advice for for people like that? Um, that don't try and do everything. Don't try and do yes, everything. Yes, don't try and do everything. <laughs> and just pick the main things that you need to do. And yeah. most importantly, I think your little ones, all they need is love yes, and care. So love. it doesn't matter if your house is a mess. As yeah. long as you love your child <laughs> yes. and you feed your child, yes. you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much, Mel. I really appreciate you honestly coming. I know you, you, sound, you say you were nervous, but you, didn't, you don't sound nervous at all. Oh. Like you were, you were very fine. I, I really told you I feel you. like a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, we'll have you again over at the station at some point, Mel. And I really appreciate you coming down. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening to The Faith in the Everyday Podcast. Just remember that the interviews on this podcast originally air on the Good Morning Show on Radio Maria Australia every weekday at 8 a.m. Check us out. God bless.